This old-time radio program was originally aired loud, long before the advent of high fidelity. As a result, you may detect an occasional surface noise or volume drop due to transmission problems so common to old radio. We hope, however, that any variance in audio quality will not take away from your pleasure in listening to this. Welcome back to Fright Central, where we talk all things horror and a little bit of sci-fi. Uh, mostly horror. Mostly. Uh, <laughs> mostly horror. Mostly. mostly. Not uh, funny. We talk sci-fi, too. Yeah, there's a little bit of sci-fi. Uh, welcome back, Kek. Um, hey, what's going on, guy? Good. Uh, we are going to do uh, TV uh, series uh, upcoming um, one and ones we watched and stuff that got canceled. Uh, first up, though, I got a couple... Um, events coming up that I just want to quickly mention. Uh, this Saturday in Pennsylvania somewhere, why I didn't write the address down, I don't know, but it's uh, Kim's Crypt Campout. Um, that's um, kimscrypt.com. That's uh, K-I-M-S-K-R-Y-P-T.com. Uh, you have 13 hours to gather as many scavenger hunt items on 62 acres for cash prizes while being detained, abducted, Distracted by zombies, creatures, mutants, cannibals, clowns, and other freaky beasts along your journey. Horror movies, interactive team games, individual challenges, s'mores by the campfire, ghost stories, dinner, breakfast, limited edition t-shirt, and more. Overnight accommodations include a tent in the deep dark woods or in the basement of a haunted house among the ashes of the dead. And this is in Pennsylvania somewhere? Yeah, yeah, I forget uh, where. I think it was only an hour outside of Jersey, but uh, I know you can look up That's the... fucking random. So the only info you have, though, on location is in Pennsylvania somewhere. So I guess if, like, you Google, like, you know, hunting and stalking, horror running through Pennsylvania, that would probably come up. All right, I just so, I just got up. It's in, uh, it's in Spring Grove, Pennsylvania. I have no idea where that is, but, yeah, that's pumped. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's. I did a similar thing a couple years ago called the Great Horror Campout, and it was run by the people who do the uh, L.A. Haunted uh, Hayride in Griffith Park, and that was a lot of fun. I was actually thinking about coming uh, out to this one, but I just couldn't afford it. Um, not not the to the actual camp thing, but the whole flight and th- and everything. It was just uh, out of my budget this year. Uh, hopefully they do it again next year. I would love for them to bring the Great Heart Camp out back because it's a lot of fun. But Kim's Crypt actually does a uh, regular Halloween thing as well every year. Uh, so this is, I think this is, might be their final year. They're, it's kind of, I guess, depends on how many people, you know, come up because it sounds like it could be a pretty expensive thing to run. But uh, anyway, the next thing I got is the I Like Scary Movies Um Immersive Los Angeles Art Installation has been extended through July 14th now. It was originally supposed to end the end of this month, but they extended it another couple weeks. Uh, it's an Im- immersive art-, art installation that includes Nightmare on Elm Street, Lost Boys, The Shining, Beetlejuice, and It. And uh, tickets run for $39, and you have to pre-buy uh, them online with a, a time slot, and you usually get about 90 minutes to like you know wander through and take pictures of everything. Uh, the pictures what, I've what are you saying really about cool. the Lost Boys? Uh, Lost Boys is one of the uh, art uh, immersive art installations that they got there. Oh, so, okay, got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then the uh, Rated R Speakeasy that I was talking about last episode that I went to, that is actually returning uh, Saturday, July 13th, and that's $10 as well. Those two things are L.A. things, so 
you're you're out of luck unless you plan on flying out here. <laughs> and then uh, that's all I got for the um, the events I had. And then the first news item I want to mention because uh, we briefly talked about last episode. I actually don't know if I cut this out or not. But uh, it's the Are You Afraid of the Dark uh, feature film. It had recently lost its writer, and uh, it's been bumped off the release schedule. But the good news is, uh, yeah, the good news is that Nickelodeon is uh, doing a small screen revival of the '90s TV series. It's supposed to start. Uh, it's a limited thing. I think it's only like three, uh, three hour-long episodes, and apparently, it's supposed to you're going to watch those into the movie, I guess. But they've Wait, always. So has the other has like the production been totally canceled or just delayed on the other project? It's been delayed. They said it. They said it was bumped off the release schedule because they lost one of the writers. So, yeah. uh, uh, presumably, it's supposed to come out after the TV series now. So it's all supposed to be part of one, one thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like, um, so yeah, that's still coming out. Uh, but yeah, they've now extended it from a uh, movie into a uh, TV series slash movie. Um, the other thing that I forgot to add was that um, the Amazon's Dark Tower TV series has uh, begun filming and Michael Rorker will star. Uh, it doesn't say... Ooh, Michael Rorker. Yeah, he almost spoke at my college once. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, well, actually, I really don't know if that's true, but I think, like, I believe that that's true, so... Oh, okay. It's that's all that matters, right? <laughs> uh, but I, I, I do remember something about Michael Walker speaking at Ryder. I uh, do yeah. remember that, but the chance of it actually happening is probably low. Yeah, I don't think he's playing the gunslinger in this, you know, the the role that Idris Elba played in the movie, which, you know, it was terrible. Uh, I just I'm, assumed that he was going to play the role he always plays when they just follow him around as himself. with a camera like he did in Mississippi Burning <laughs> and as well as the early seasons of The Walking Dead. <laughs> Where he doesn't even know that he's in those things? <laughs> yeah, he's just a typical southern man. Well, the, uh, the showrunner um, for the Dark Tower TV series is actually um, one of the showrunners that was on The Walking Dead, uh, Glenn Manzara. So that looks, I believe they're scrapping the whole, you know, movie time with the TV show because the movie was terrible. So they're just kind of restarting uh, that whole thing. And then uh, we'll get straight into um, the series that, that I have coming up and ones that have canceled now. Well, I guess we've already started that part. <laughs> um, oh, before, when you uh, talk about the ones that are canceled, at least the one that I'm most interested in is Happy. Oh, uh, yeah. I know, like, last week you were talking about, like, you wanted to mention, like, what you found out about why it was canceled. Well, uh, Happy, which was on uh, Sci-Fi, and I believe Universal on Sci-Fi, I might be mistaken. Um, my buddy watched it on Netflix. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, and, yeah, well, Sci-Fi uh, had canceled it, and I looked into um, why they, uh, you know, just started saying fucking shit and, you know, whatever on uh, TV, and what I read was like... Oh, yeah, we were talking about that. I was talking about, like, FCC compliance and stuff like that, and, like, what you could and could not say on TV these days, and how it varied from, like, you know, different, like, uh, nation states and whatnot. Yeah, it uh, yeah, it pretty much has like gotten to the point where um, they still won't let you like you can't like certain ways you like you can say fuck as long as it's like 
uh, inherent to the characters or script. So that's that's what the networks have uh, started allowing in certain things. Like you've noticed that in in some TV uh, shows, I thought it was gonna be like you couldn't say in a certain context. Like you yeah, could say yeah. "fuck" to indicate like a state of duress, but you can't say "fuck" like "Hey, bitch, this... I want to fuck you." Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> that's that's the that's the type of context you can't use it in. The... Oh, that is so. Yeah, it's yeah. context driven. Yeah, it is context driven as well. And like they were like, we just don't want you like you know just dropping fuck bombs like everywhere. You know what I mean? So, but like if as long as you like use it and like they like the violence has obviously been ramped up so it's like well if you have all this violence why can't we just say fuck you know what i mean so yeah the uh networks so have been be fucked in terms of like violence duress a physical state of being yeah, but yeah. if it's anything like sexual like you know i don't know for me it's like more offensive to for people to be like hey would you like to have sex because like to me that just really is like a sleazy pissy way of saying like you feel like fucking yeah you know yeah. what i mean like hey like what do you want to do oh, we should fuck you know what i mean but then like have sex just seems like dirty and cliche you know what i mean yeah. like i don't know i feel more offended when someone doesn't say fuck as in we should fuck the act of coitus yeah they like if they if they say screw remember a uh, white man can't jump when fucking uh uh, Woody Harrelson's woman, I can't remember what's that girl's name, uh, that played his wife, the Spanish uh, actress. I can't remember. Well, anyway, fucking in that, like, he always says screw, and she's like, I don't want you to say we're gonna screw. I don't like that. I don't like the way that sounds. I say fuck. We're gonna fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah I thought, so, after but reading that's why that. it got canceled. No, no, no. That's not, that's not. But no, it wasn't that at all. It was, uh, it, I guess they weren't I think the production costs was a, a bit of the problem, man. But uh, Universal is, is shopping it around to other networks because it does really well on Netflix. So maybe Netflix will pick it up. The, the first season's on Netflix, second season's not out yet. Second season just finished recently. So uh, we'll see. I mean, I just finished watching it, I should say. They're doing that with Counterpart, too. Um, they're shopping their counterpart around. Counterpart was canceled. Yeah. They're shopping around. Uh, they're especially trying to like wave it in front of like Netflix. Yeah. yeah. See if, because apparently the writers for Counterpart have like uh, the third season pretty much already written out. Yeah. So it would be you know it'd be awesome if that could get picked up again because you assume if they're able to keep the cast mostly together that you know that would definitely expedite production and things like that if you have the entire script already written out oh definitely and i think or at uh, least or at least most of it you have like the entire outline for it to uh you know and they're just i don't know how exactly what extent they're finished but um i know one of the writers is like we have the entire third season already written out like come on pick us up yeah yeah, yeah. you know well i think enough Netflix is a as a prime example of uh, like a lot of um, they'll, they'll be picking up a lot more properties now that like everyone else is doing their own streaming service these days. So they, yeah. they're gonna want all this original IP that they can like you know put on their network and stuff. But uh, we'll get into that. Yeah, a little some bit people later. say uh, Netflix is a little bit too liberal in terms of what they let fly as decent television these days yeah it's it's kind of like it's just because like they're gonna lose a lot of the stuff that they have on there now so it's like they're trying to just pick almost everything up that they can you know to put on their uh 
series that way because then every i mean some like a lot of they do really well with their tv series i think the, oh um, yeah they're not... talking about in, that in the uh, south park you know oh welcome to netflix you're green lit yeah, yeah. <laughs> not as not as much with the the movie size although although i uh, like i said uh a perfection last uh, week was was pretty good but like they're hit or they're mostly hit or miss but it seems like their tv series are like mostly hits um but the other one um i had that got canceled from uh sci-fi was deadly class uh i don't know if you ever caught that but that no i know nothing about that uh it, it's being shopped around by uh sony to like a, a netflix or a hulu but it was a coming of age story set against the backdrop of a late 1980s counterculture which follows a delusion teen recruited into a storied high school for assassins so it was it was definitely interesting it's based on a comic um the other thing I got, uh, let's see, um, Ash vs. Evil Dead, as you know, the, from Stars, that got canceled, but that's all, all the seasons are on Netflix now, so I don't think that I, hasn't, that didn't get canceled, like, in 2017? I think it got canceled last year, I want to say. Yeah, I, I know it was canceled, I, I thought, um, but wasn't, that was scheduled to be canceled before that season was announced wasn't it no, didn't they say was... like when the when they announced the date for the air of the third season they had already said this is going to be the final season no like... the, the, i remember bruce campbell was talking about like oh like uh we might get canceled if people don't uh watch it uh, for the third season he was like so you should like at least like yeah, get the, like, get that, the that stars yeah. month free or whatever and binge the whole thing or whatever so i was like all right i'll do that and i wait it and by the time like the series ended and i was gonna get the and i did do the the month free or week free or whatever it is with stars by the time i did that they canceled the show and i was like man bruce you told me to do this and i did it to help your ratings and now it's canceled i was like ah that doesn't work so uh, well, but, oh wow well. yeah, I, yeah. I, I i enjoyed it i mean it was I mean, I didn't really like any of the characters aside from Bruce Campbell. Yeah, but, and yeah. like you know, but a few he of the makes the checks in yeah. there. But like other, yeah, uh, all right, yeah, there were major problems with it. Yeah, but, <laughs> right. yeah I thought yeah, he was great. I, I really thought the... didn't like anybody except Bruce Campbell yeah. is kind of a problem. Yeah, I don't know. He um, he was great, and uh, and the gore, and it was uh, was great, and it was funny. So uh, yeah, like, so. It, it's just I, I can kind of understand understand like and uh, i'm not the only person that's expressed that to me like when they say like yeah they weren't a fan of the other characters yeah, but, yeah like, i get that they, they bruce can't that's gonna be a problem for any show yeah. if only if everybody only likes one character in yeah. the show, <laughs> you know what i mean it's just like yeah of course everybody's gonna like bruce campbell but you would hope that there would be like one substantial like you know sidekick that people kind of fell in with and i don't think that the ratings for any of the uh, other characters were very high yeah, yeah. um I remember they were talking about that after the second season that, uh, you know, how they uh, test screen everything. I don't think a lot of the other characters were scoring very high. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Lucy Lawless was the one exception yeah, in her yeah. character. Like, That's true. You know, but that was only for the first season. So, yeah. you know. Hey, and, what are you going to do? I mean, like, I hear uh, Bruce is done with the character. I mean, I think he's doing it uh, voice for uh, a video game, from what I hear. Well, we hope, but I think he said he's done for the character. But who knows? He could always come back. You know, 
people sometimes people just get tired of it but i don't know but anyway uh no, I, I thought the show was good and i thought the three seasons that i put out were three quality seasons yeah, yeah. i'm just saying i do understand why it was ca- uh canceled in that it was kind of hard to find any kind of you know uh empathy to any of the other characters at, at least that's my opinion yeah yeah i mean i would have liked to see the final season just to see it all wrap up but it kind of almost wrapped up completely kind of almost yeah, did but sort of did. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh no not really but yeah kind of like with happy i really liked the uh second season and it kind of wrapped up the story that was started from from season one but it left it open enough to continue but it seems like it's not. Uh, hopefully, they, uh, so hopefully somebody else like Netflix picks it up. But uh... I've seen many, many shows and on a lot worse notes than uh, the two of them. <laughs> That's true. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a lot worse. So, yeah. you know. Uh, then the other uh, series that, that aired last year and got canceled as well um, was Stand Against Evil with John C. McGinley. I don't um, know that one. It was on a IFC. He played an agent police officer, or actually retired, um, who joins an yeah, alliance. Yeah, no, I saw the description that yeah. you sent me, but yeah, I, I had never heard of it I was before. explaining the description for our listeners, not for you, buddy. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah, 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 sorry about that. <laughs> it's, uh... I sometimes forget, like, that this but, is being recorded. Yeah. Like, I just feel like we're talking, and, you know, whatever. I mean, it is mainly for us. If other people hear it, that's great. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can't leave them on the, uh, note. But it was basically, uh, he, uh, uh, he is a retired police chief or sheriff that, uh, joins an alliance with a new sheriff to battle angry demons haunting their small New Hampshire town. Uh, yeah, then the next uh, one I got, I never, I mean, I watched the first episode of Santa Clarita Diet, but I, I haven't continued from there, but I've heard, I didn't even know that was horror. It was, it's like, com- it's horror comedy, uh, where with oh. Drew Barrymore and Timothy, Timothy Oflit, uh, they, yeah, it was about, uh, married realtors where Drew Barrymore, uh, dies and then, you know, comes back as, like, uh, you know, kind of like a... a hybrid you know like zombie where she has to like continue to like you know eat people to like you know stay alive and shit and uh, like, so it's like uh her husband, megan fox and jennifer's body only you know what drew barrymore yeah and, and not yeah, megan fox yeah <laughs> and typically hopefully it's like it plays her husband and like kind of helps her out uh i mean the first episode was good i just i just never got back into it one one day maybe i will but I've heard, like, everybody's, like, always talking about that show. They're like, oh, have you seen it? Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Like, Drew Barrymore was the star of Doppelganger. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the, what's Doppelganger. It's just a movie I decided to bring up because it has Drew Barrymore, and it was a horror movie. It oh. wasn't very good. Not impressed with it. I would never watch it if I were you, but she <laughs> was in it, and it's called Doppelganger. And so that happens. <laughs> so uh, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I also just finished watching the third season of Preacher. Um, that got renewed for a fourth and final season, which will be premiering on August 8th. Uh, if you haven't watched the show, it, it's about a supernatural event at um, a church, and the preacher enlists the help of a vampire and his ex to find God. It's like the basic plot yeah. to it. It's, I, I, really, I really enjoy that show. I don't know. Uh, the only thing I really liked... I don't know. I 
I, I like how fucking the guy that plays the vampire is always talking shit on the Big Lebowski. I mean, <laughs> I really like the Big Lebowski. Yeah, I do. So. But he had, like, that was something for some reason that somebody wrote into his character hard. <laughs> is that he did not like the Big Lebowski. He doesn't want anyone else to like it. And he's on, like, a quest not to find God, but to talk shit on that fucking movie. Well, he's just, you know, there with the his buddy, the, the preacher guy. He talks about more than once. Oh, yeah, yeah. He talks about at least three, maybe even four times yeah. during the... But at really, least during the course of the first season. Yeah. He talks about it several times. That definitely is, like, that's another, like, uh, happy situation where it's a really, like, bonkers, like, you know, surprise yeah. and, like, like buck shit happens. Uh, being... I did not like season two or three of Preacher. I liked the first season. I liked it a lot. You know, it had, like, guys that had actors I knew in it. Um, you know, I thought they were well cast. I thought, you know, um, you know, I, I thought it had a good blend of, like, mild horror, humor, and then, you know, like, a lot of, like, uh, kind of raunchy satire, and I thought yeah. it all mixed in well, and I thought the cast gelled, and I, I was really, I was really impressed with it, and then, uh, after the second season, I was like, wow, that seemed to have really stepped off, and then after the third season, um, it just wasn't doing it for me, uh, anymore, so, I don't know, maybe the fourth season, it'll kind of come back a little bit, but it seemed like after the first season, like, I felt like it wasn't even supposed to be a second season just because so much of the cast that made the show so successful, I thought, in the first season no longer existed anymore. What are you talking about? They were all in the, in the next seasons. No, the I'm talk the guy from Watchmen. What's his name? Like Rorschach or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, Fucking, yeah. Like he's not mentioned. If you look at the cast between the first season to the second season, you will see that a lot of the people that played like small parts that kind of like made up the first season are no longer in it mentioned like you have no idea what happened to them there's you know absolutely no explanation given as to why they're no longer in the show they're just no longer in the show oh, well, the second so, season is you know, my uh my favorite season i uh, i binged watched them so like for me it was very apparent when i went from you know the last uh episode from the first season into the you know first episode of second i was just like where the fuck is everybody uh, and i thought maybe oh as the season develops you know maybe they're gonna get to you know where everybody ended up but nope they just weren't in the show anymore yeah. out of absolutely nowhere <laughs> even though they did not really move very far um they yep, did show that that them. whole town was like spoilers this whole town was destroyed by the end of the first season yeah so, i know but yeah. not everybody got murked you yeah, know what I mean? And, and, and matter of fact, like, a lot of the town did get murked, but most of the characters did not get murked, yeah. is what I'm saying. But, I mean, according to, like, the... I haven't read the well, comic. It's not enough murking. I haven't read the comic that it's based on, but the, I think the comic is more of a road comic, and the first season kind of all takes place at that, at that one town. So it doesn't even get even closer to and like, so then the, the town part gets of it. completely like wiped off the face of the earth, and then they just go somewhere new and like, you know, start with. I don't know how it is in the comic, but I, I think they are, are like more on the road constantly uh, in the comic. It's more of a like you know a a, a 
I don't. Yeah, more of like a Bonnie and Clyde, I guess. Uh, I series. can see that. Um, but uh, yeah, so, but I mean, I've heard people that have read the comic and that have been uh, upset by it because it doesn't follow the comic. But then I've also read like from the um, showrunners and they're like, yeah, it's kind of a hard thing to adapt. So like, we kind of just took elements of it and you know kind of ran with it that way and like and they went and like were talking to the creator and like and they were like yeah i get like as long as you're staying like to the core of the characters and like the core of the story like all this is fine so like as long as like the creator uh is happy with with the way the show went and like and i enjoy the show myself then then i'm happy with it like you know i mean if I, i can understand if like the creator was happy and then i wasn't then I'd be mad, but like, like I've never read the comic, so I might go back when the season, when the series is over, and read it, because I almost prefer it that way. Because if I read something, I'm gonna have this expectation, and 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 a TV and a live ad- or a TV or movie adaptation of a of a book or or a comic book is never gonna live up to to the original material. I mean, sometimes it does, sometimes it's better, but it's and most of the time it doesn't. So, um, oh, to show my ignorance, I didn't even know if it was based on a comic yeah. book. I just know that the first season was good, and the second and third season, in my opinion, were not. Yeah, that's okay. You can, you can have your opinion. <laughs> yep. As 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 the dude says, well, that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, uh, that's fun. And then the uh, next uh, show that I watched uh, was What We Do in Shadows. I know I've mentioned this a couple times with uh, Takiti Wakiti. I'm never going to pronounce that right. The New Zealand uh, director who did the movie and he did uh, that it's based on and he did uh, Thor Ragnarok. And he's doing the upcoming Akira uh, um, adaptation as well. Um, He directed, he helped create it and directed three episodes and was actually brought his his character and a few other characters back from the, uh, from the movie. But it's basically a uh, look into the, um, the lives of three vampires who lived together for over a hundred years in Staten Island. Uh, That got renewed for a second season to air in 2020. Uh, I know this is a show that, uh, the next one I have on my list is a show that you've watched. Um... Uh, Dark Season 2 comes out June 21st, which is actually this Friday. Uh, but I'll give you a brief synop- synopsis, even though you know you've already watched the first season. I still have to catch up on that. But it's two children go missing in a small German town. Uh, its sinful past is exposed along with the double lives and fractured relationships that exist among four families as they search for the kids. Uh, it introduces intricate puzzles filled with twists that includes a web of curious characters, all of whom who have connection to the town's troubled history, whether they know it or not. And it includes supernatural elements that tie back to the same town in 1986. Dark represents the first German original series produced for Netflix. Yeah, it's fucking sick, dude. It, like, totally holds its own with fucking uh, Stranger Things, and I believe it has a, um, you know, a far less budget than that. I I think its budget is, like, well inferior to uh, Stranger Things, which, you know, uh, has had gotten... I don't know if I want to say that the uh, first season had gotten, like, a lot of marquee 
actors for Stranger Things. Um, a lot of those actors I'm seeing in other uh, films now, like major films, like oh, yeah. um, which McCall, like It, and things like that. I, so I don't want to say. I mean, Matthew Modine was an actor I know from Stranger Things. Um, you know, uh, at least a well-known actor. I'm trying to think. Do, is there any other like uh, actors that you knew from Stranger Things that were like major actors where you're like, oh, I recognize them from a lot of yeah season two um was uh i was going to season uh, one but well yeah but uh yeah i was just gonna say um samwise ganji uh is in uh season two i mean why own a writer from the oh yeah one. i kind yeah. of forgot she exists like, most <laughs> of the time she, she's so, the, the well, big star the point, but, yeah. the point i was trying to make is that um with, with Dark, uh, you know, it wasn't like a, uh, you know, a major production like Stranger Things was over here in the U.S. And um, I guess what I was trying to say is Dark, like, really holds its own. Like, I thought, I mean, it's very similar because, like, you know, Dark has, like, uh, you know, parallel dimensions, primordial black holes, rips in space and time. You know, I mean, a lot of things that um, are sort of familiar with, um, you know, Stranger Things, but... But Dark kind of deals more like with the past and present. Okay. And, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, kind of like, um, I don't know, like everything being like maybe like preordained. Like, you know, the choices that we make, the little choices like that set off the domino effects to how things go. Um, it's a lot of like, you know, back to the future type stuff. Like if you went back in this time and didn't do something you would see the ripple effect of things that you know you know like the butterfly effect yeah, okay. sort of and um you know uh that's what dark deals with so i i mean i think it's very similar to stranger things but people have called uh you know dark the german stranger things and i cannot kind of understand yeah, I've that, heard that but the plots are significantly different yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. for everything that there is that's similar and the same, there's also something that's different. Yeah. So, like, you know, I mean, I don't want people being like, you know, oh, I've already saw Stranger Things. You know, I'm not interested in the German Stranger Things. Like, yeah. It is a very, very different story, and um, it's got a lot of um, young German talent in there. Like, I, I don't know most of the actors because, like, you know, um, although I watch German TV and I watch German cinema, I didn't recognize a lot of the uh, actors in there. A lot of them, you know, uh, it hovers around uh, a young group of uh, children and adolescents. Yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously there, it's not some, um, it's not a lot of uh, German actors I'm familiar with, but uh, it's great. Well, I mean, did, you saw the first season, right? No, not yet. It's it's definitely one of those oh, to real? watch I next. I thought you had already seen no, the first still, season. I thought uh, you were going to chime in and be like, "I agree with you, man." Like, blah 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 blah. blah. You know, I've like, heard a lot of the uh, I've heard a lot of the same sentiments that you that you've been talking about. How it's been compared yeah. to Stranger Things, but it's also different. Uh, I haven't checked it out myself yet, but it, it is on my list. I have one show that I want to finish first, and then I then it, then it's then it's coming up, and I want to watch it like soon because because the new season airs this friday that's why i want to like i'm like all right i'm gonna watch it and i'll just probably like binge both seasons back to back 
yeah. And I thought, you know, I like to talk about this a lot with like German cinema, German television, and um, I find a lot of shows on Netflix that have English subtitles for, you know, um, the German language. I think like a lot of them, like uh, one I talked about with Babylon Berlin, like the subtitles like were fucking atrocious. At least a set of subs that Netflix put out um, in terms of like German and English equivalents. Dark Netflix put out great subtitles. Like you very much like get the sense like they're easy to read subtitles. It's very precise, a very good German translation, and um, so it lets you really get wrapped into the show. When like some some. German TV I've watched. I'm like, that's real. You know, if you don't understand, if you don't hear exactly what the characters are saying, like, you know, I mean, you kind of form a, a little bit of a different opinion. You know, if they say one thing, but they're really meaning something else, Dark did an excellent job. Like, great translations, awesome. I think anybody that likes, um, you know, sci fi and horror that you'd see in Stranger Things will absolutely love Dark. You know, um, I think they enjoy it a lot. It's just, you know, American audiences don't uh, find, you know, they're not crazy about reading subtitles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's sort of, you know, why I'm trying to sort of oversell it, maybe. Yeah. I, that's just I what mind. I've noticed. I'll definitely check back in once I see it, but uh, speaking of Stranger Things, uh, Season 3 is coming out July 4th. Sick. Uh, so, uh, that is, it's uh, 1985, Hawkins, Indiana, summer sheen up, school's out, brand new mall in town, and the Hawkins crew are on the cusp of adulthood. Uh, romance blossoms complicates the group's dynamic and we'll have to figure out how to grow up without growing apart meanwhile danger looms <laughs> that's what Dang- I, danger looms. looms yeah so it's like yeah it seems like none of their problems have really gone away <laughs> They're just yeah, no, not not so, at all. I mean, the end, uh, the end of the uh, second season would say very much the contrary. Yeah, that their problems have just arrived. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Um, I've heard they were talking about that this that they could go at least four or five, but they don't want to run this series too long. I mean, it it all does depend on how much story they have. And you know the actors growing up too quick. I mean, this this season we had yeah, an extra want year. To get put out, start putting out subpar material. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's exactly what I thought. Like with the end of Deadwood, people were like, "Oh man, they gave us a really terrible last episode." And I'm like, I agree. Obviously, the show wasn't meant to end right there. Yeah. yeah. But what would you rather have? you rather have like the last season of Entourage which I you know warn people like you know like dude stop when you get to the end of the season that has Sasha Gray in it yeah. like that's as good as it gets like you know I mean just forget there is anything else how about the like, movie like you know would you rather have <laughs> some real shit and like you know it tie off these like little story points for you or would you rather them just say you know what we're fucked we have absolute like writing creative has no idea where to take this you know what i mean so we're gonna say sorry we're pulling the carnival like you know it's over yeah. <laughs> you know I, and I do think that's the better way to go for horror fans i would say like uh com- i would compare it to like dexter you know how dexter kind of just you oh, know yeah, kept going yeah, and going was, was, until uh, they ended it in bad, such a buck manner yeah yeah, I, I thought the last season, Dexter had plenty of time to wrap itself up. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just that was just poor, poor, poor writing. Yeah. But yeah, no, I feel that. I mean, after the third season, if like they like because I've seen interviews with the writers and you know the creators of the show and I mean they are uber fucking nerds. Yeah, yeah. And they're also very good writers in my opinion. So if they're at a point now where they're like, you know what, we really just don't feel like we're gonna have the material for you know another season of this you know we're gonna try to tie things off and you know we're gonna go ahead and announce that hey if they do a job like you know twisting up that's great i i'm i'd be fine with just three solid seasons of stranger things like what do you think yeah that'd be perfect I'd yeah, I mean, it'd be that. awesome if there. I'd go for five. Shit, I'd go for six. Yeah, yeah. I just want the quality. Of the yeah, there, as long you know? as long as you have the story for it, and like you're not like, I don't know, because I I think it should kind of stop, you know, before they get like out of high school. I don't want to see like the college years. <laughs> you know I mean? Oh like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, if it gets to like the yeah the the American Pie type, like yeah, I'm yeah. not. <laughs> Like, I think they still have a ways to go before they're in their college years. So uh, they I mean, not really. Those kids are getting older. Two, maybe three seasons. Yeah, out of there. yeah, exactly. I think they can squeeze another two at least. But uh... yeah, but just a bunch of kids running around in Indiana, like you know, what I mean, not knowing like what horrors are you know yet to come, like Pence, and you know, it's just yeah. So, uh, but um, I'm I'm looking forward to. Oh, it. definitely, me like, too. That's like one of those i'm looking for that and then we're gonna have dark at the same time it's gonna be fucking killer well, we dude. get dark this, this weekend dark. We, get, we get dark this this weekend and then we get uh and then two weekends we get uh stranger things so you'll have two weeks to watch dark before you binge watch stranger things because i'll probably end up binge watching stranger things in like yeah, a day or two. I got that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh the series i want to finish right now before i start uh dark is the terror season one i have two episodes left uh i don't know if you've caught this show yet it was on uh, AMC. i put it on i put it on um a list the uh the application you told me about the tv time app. tv time yeah i put it on there so mm-hmm. yeah i i listed it on there as something uh, i'm gonna f- check out the first but. season uh takes place in 1848 uh, uh it's a uh, revolves around two real life warships uh the hms terror and the hms herbris sent on a Royal Navy expedition to find the treacherous Northwest Passage. Northwest Passage. Uh, They become trapped in ice near the Arctic and face starvation, mutiny, cannibalism, and a demonic polar bear. Well, I don't know about the demonic polar bears, um, but I do know a little bit about, like, the historical historical like facts that went into you know the discovery of the northwest passage both by you know um english i think there were also um french and there were a couple of other um countries whose governments had uh funded uh expedition and travel through that area i guess i'm most familiar with uh the english um that uh, had sent their experienced sailors to try. I mean, it was uh, all had to do with like commerce and finding new trade yeah, routes yeah, and yeah, things yeah. like that. Well, those two but, ships like, are real uh, life ships. Northwest that Passage the... exploration was a bad idea at that point. We just didn't oh, have yeah. the technology to really, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, like, not at all. Those those both those crews and uh, like vanished. Like we still have no idea what happened to like the crews and stuff. I don't even know if they found yeah. the ships. But the, the, like that story is based on that. I really like 
the uh, everything but the what the actual demonic polar bear looks like. But like the most of the time, you only see like glimpses of it, like a paw coming out to like snatch somebody. Like, but uh, but when they show like the the actual like face of it, you're kind of like, eh, that's not that great. But like everything yeah. else has been like really phenomenal, and it's got some great actors in it. Too. So it wasn't like it's sort of like the movie Sasquatch. Where Lance like, you see, like, like is the Sasquatch. Is Sasquatch <laughs> like you know, tackling somebody in the bushes and then that's it. You know. Yeah, like, most most of the time it is that, and like you, yeah. Um, but then you do actually see what it looks like, and like the, it, it's just that you're like, oh, that's kind of really CG. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> the rest of it's great. I really, I really like the uh, the story. The season two though is going to be based around. It's going to be set in a Japanese internment camp during World War Two, and it's called Terror Infamy, and that comes out August twelfth. You know, I was telling somebody uh, the other day that I I don't know if it's been out a lot. I mean, I I don't know any films that give a good example of what the Japanese went through in America during World War II in terms of like the camp, the separation, the surveillance and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I was just talking any. to somebody the other day. I was like, you know, I haven't really seen um, you know, a film that uh, you know, uh, depicts that. Yeah. And I'm not saying there haven't been any, but I, I can't think of any either. Yeah. Any, you know, and that's, you know, that's a, you know, something that you would think like you know we would want to especially nowadays sort of discuss yeah especially with um, what's going you know, on what happened and yeah. you know what uh you know what the uh, consequences are to um you know us reacting in that manner and uh what that meant to the future of our country and our foreign relations with japan obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. um but uh th that's cool and w i'm sorry what was that called again uh terror infamy terror infamy yeah, that comes out August twelfth uh, on AMC. Uh, on AMC. Yeah, that it, it just says it's based in the internment uh, Japanese internment camp. It doesn't <coughs> say like what is going on at all. But like, yeah, each season is going to be like uh, a different premise based on like a real life uh, event. So I'm I'm really interested. Interesting. In that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it sounds it sounds good to me. I mean, like I said, this is something I think that's uh, long overdue. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the next uh, I got is uh, Castle Rock Season 2. Um, it, there's no release date yet, uh, but I believe it's supposed to be uh, aired um, this fall. It could be pushed back, who knows. But uh, it's basically this season it is still takes place in the town of Castle Rock, but it's new uh, characters. It's a... A feud between warring clans comes to a boil when uh, Buddy and Psychopath Annie Wilkes, who you may remember from uh, um, Lizzie Chaplin, yeah. Das Boot, Masters yeah. of Sex. Yeah, Lizzie Chaplin. I love, yeah. yeah, I love Lizzie. But uh, she, she, uh, um, Annie Wilkes was played by Kathy Bates, and uh, you know when she took John, oh, she uh, clubbed James Conn's uh, leg. And, uh, oh, yeah, no, yeah. No, I, I, I know that. I'm just yeah. thinking about Lizzie Chapman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it says uh, Stephen King's Nurse from Hell gets waylaid in Castle Rock. Uh, so, yeah, that, that, that'll be interesting in how they... Uh, I mean, I hope they tie some of the characters from the first season into it, even if you just see, like, a glimpse. But I, I think most of them kind of either are dead or have left town, if I remember, uh, from the first season. So uh, it'll be it'll still well, be uh, interesting to see what they do. Oh gosh, yes, dirty birdie. <laughs> uh, 
next is so yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to Castle Rock season two. Um, uh, uh, next is the American Horror Story season nine is what they're up to already. Oh, I never saw the first. The only thing I ever saw in American Horror Story, and I would have probably gotten into the show if I had found out that this was going to happen more often. But I remember watching like the first episode that ever aired, and there's like a slutty French maid with red hair like dressed up and then like the guy sees the French maid and then he's like masturbating by a window or something oh, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. and like I was like wow you know this show looks like yeah, it has a lot of potential <laughs> and then so I watched the second episode and I was just like eh and then I never watched it again but I hear <laughs> like, a lot of people liked it well yeah he but, sees like, you know it just wasn't about what I was looking for he sees the younger maid and she and his wife sees what she actually looks like, which is an older woman. Like a like, yeah, but so, that made yeah. the young maid doesn't make a lot of appearance. Is what I was told to believe. No, I think it's mostly the old maid. But that, that series is really like sometimes it's all over the place. Other times, like like I feel like that story that the series is better when it sticks like one or two storylines instead of like season two is one of my favorites except for when they do the whole alien subplot like because it, it takes place in an asylum and there's like you know the crazy doctor who's experimenting on a patient there's like you know the the, the subjects themselves like in a deal and dealing with like different things there like that those parts are, are great but then there's some other parts that are just kind of, and that's how i kind of feel like a lot of the seasons are like it definitely yeah. like you're like okay this this is really cool this is really cool and then you're like ah why'd you go there man like what were you thinking <laughs> like yeah but this yeah it, it just you know it, it doesn't like american horror story just doesn't have what i'm looking for yeah the uh, um, last but, season yeah. was missing julian sands i feel like because it was all about warlocks versus witches and shit uh, and it julian tied together fucking sick it dude. tied together season one and the uh the coven one it's so it's like even though they had started out and were like oh every season's gonna be different they've kind of backtracked on that and we're are now tying some of the seasons together and they actually tied like um hotel together with with this new season and like a couple other ones and i feel like if you you could skip the first like two maybe three episodes if i remember of this past season and then, then you're like, okay, this is the like, this is cool. And then like, it, it kind of gets back up again to like the end where you're kind of like, oh, all right, and you went back here again. Like you were doing so well. Like if it was just a focusing on the battle between like this one antichrist warlock and like the witches, like that that was cool. But like some of the other stuff was like a little little dumb. I don't know. But this... Julian Sands is a serious actor, though, man. He needs to be in more stuff. Yeah, he does. Uh, but this this new season, uh, season nine, is going to be uh, it's called uh, American Horror Story nineteen eighty four, and uh, it's going to be uh, apparently if you're a huge eighty slasher fan, slasher, it's going to be like uh, that. Yeah, it's going to be like that. So uh, I'm I'm interested. I mean, I usually don't watch them week to week anymore. I find it better to just binge it when it's all over. Um, but yeah, that's supposed to be coming out this fall. Um, the other thing I have is uh, Fear the Walking Dead season five. Meh. Just just uh, started. Uh, also, uh, that started uh, June second. Apparently, that's tying more and more into The Walking Dead, and it's gonna tie a little bit more into 
where Rick Grimes is when the movies come up. Uh, they're also talking about a third spinoff. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before. Or it would it technically be a second spinoff, I guess. If you count the original show, the one spinoff, this would be another spinoff that's going to air in 2020 that focuses on a first generation to come of age in the apocalypse as we know it. So there's going to be three different Walking Dead shows for you to avoid or watch, depending on how you feel about it. I used to like it because I really like to watch the whole house society. Wait, fun fact, fun fact real yeah, quick. Yeah, go for it. Um, the lawsuit that, um, whatchamacall, the original director of the, uh, writer slash director of season one of The Walking Dead, who is the same gentleman that directed the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. I cannot think and, of his name. And The Mist. The Didn't he head? do The Mist as well? Not the series, which yes, was like... He, uh, he may he may have, um, you know, uh, but I know he did uh, the Shawshank Redemption, and he's I got the it. one Frank that Darabont. went to... What's the name of the guy who um, wrote the graphic novels? Well, it's uh, it's Frank Darabont that did the... Uh, yes, yeah. That did the, the, Frank Darabont. And then yeah. he's the one that approached the, you know, writer of the uh, graphic novels. And he said, you know, how would you feel if um, I had a project that was designed to, you know, adapt your novels into, uh, you know, a television series? And, you know, uh, I want you here with me. Like, you know, I, I really want your input and, you know, I want to know if, like, you would bless me with this endeavor and, you know, sign on. He was like, yeah, absolutely. So but, um, Robert Kirkman is the uh, creator. Kirkman, yes. Yeah, yeah. that, that um, whatchamacallit, there was something I was trying to get to now, and I suddenly... Uh, About the suddenly, uh, lawsuit. It, it suddenly just uh, slipped my mind. You were going to bring something um, up about the, the ongoing lawsuit. Oh yes, that thank you. Yeah, um, the lawsuit that he has him and another gentleman um have against AMC, like dating all the way back to from uh, royalties that he was supposed to receive from the second season of The Walking Dead, um, and royalties that he was supposed to collect it like up to this date is going to um court uh this year. I'm not sure the exact date, but I know a trial trial date uh has been set i think it's in new york city oh, and darn. um i'm uh, actually interested to see what the outcome is i was hoping it would be uh the lawsuit would be in la and maybe i'd get picked for jury duty again <laughs> no, I, I think it's in new york city kev i could be wrong yeah um i feel like it was like the southern district like i was reading like um you know the uh the trial information i felt like it was like new york's like second southern district or something but i could be wrong it could be hollywood yeah. you know what i mean I, i'm I'm really not sure, but I know that um, a date has been set uh, to hear opening arguments, and um, I'm interested to see uh, what uh, the uh, outcome is of that, because I read, like, I basically read the arguments um, by, you know, um, both the uh, defendant and the plaintiff, and they both seem to have, like, some uh, interesting uh, points to argue, so I'm uh, kind of uh, interested in seeing what the uh, outcome is uh, of that, uh, you know. And and like I said, we had, I don't know if we had talked about on here, but um, we read a little bit of what uh, Frank Darabont had written 
written about his feelings toward the writers and the you know production team uh, of the second season of The Walking yeah. Dead. And without yeah. going through it all again, he threatens to kill them, oh, kill yeah, their yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. In a grotesque and horrific manner, I think he even talks about burning their wives. <laughs> but like, I the mean, second it, season it, it was pretty poor. It might be I off think. a little yeah, bit, but like, it was that graphic yeah. and that fucking pissed. Yeah. So I'm kind of interested, you know. And that's what um, AMC and you know its executive used to, you know, uh, terminate him. But um, apparently, he feels that he still has a. You there, Brandon? I lost you. Uh, first episode. I lost you for a minute there. Five. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry, I but yeah, I start watching the first episode of Fear the Walking Dead season okay. five, and um, I just couldn't get through the first ten minutes. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I've watched the the first episode of this because uh, I remember where it left off, and then they kind of just jumped. And they were like, I didn't know what was going on, but I, I, I am interested with the, uh, like the zombies this season because they are supposed to be like, you know, radioactive or something like that. So I, like, what my favorite thing about both these shows has been the, the, the designs for the, like the makeup effects for the zombies, like those have been like top notch in my opinion when it comes to like, you know, like melting faces and and, uh, and stuff like that, because they use a lot of practical effects for that. I mean, I know they use CG and stuff for like the, you know, the headshots or, or like a lot of the the kills, but like the when the, the actual walkers, I think, look really good. And I like watching like I like post-apocalyptic shows about like rebuilding society and stuff like that. And when you include zombies, yeah, like, I'm into you it. you have to kind of like that to be able to stomach all this. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, I mean, I think the acting is still good in it. I mean, even though the stories aren't necessarily that great, but I, like, I mean, I watched some, some terrible things, so, like, this isn't, <laughs> this isn't anything, uh, this is, it's bad on a certain level, but still entertaining enough for me to watch, and, and I will continue watching it, and I'll watch the the fear of the walking dead i'll watch walking dead and i'll watch uh the, the spin-off yeah. series because i'm they I need like all people it. like you doc yeah. they need people like you on that wall yeah because even without people like yeah. you that will just watch whatever shit they dish out yeah i'll just watch it all they have it. nothing they yeah, have i'll nothing. be buying so tickets for the I'll rick Grimes movies like uh you, you they've already fuck got the my walking money. dead fuck fear of the walking <laughs> dead fuck whatever third spin-off they plan on have about the walking fuck and fuck you. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I'm I'm done You're talking done. about that. <laughs> All right. Well, the next thing I got uh, is the uh, show that you do really like is um, the Haunted of Hill House. Uh, their next series, uh, that series, that storyline is done. Their next uh, story is The Haunted of Bly Manor, which is uh, based on uh, the, the book by Henry James called Turn of the Screw. Uh, depicts... Oh, yeah, I see that. Wait, uh, yeah, the turn. All right, so this it's by the same people that did uh, Haunting of Hill House, but instead of doing the another one based of uh, the Shirley Jackson novels, they it's do a uh, novel, yeah. it based on another novel? Yeah, um, yeah it's a different Henry novel. James? Yes. Uh, it depicts an I, Essex County house and a governess who has been hired to look after a pair of siblings. Filming begins this September, 
uh, with a release for uh, 2020. Now, I... No, it's been adapted from a play and then uh, I think maybe a couple times in the movies and I think the biggest um, one wasn't necessarily a direct adaptation but heavily influenced by was the Nicole Kimmons The Others if you've seen that movie she looked great in that movie I thought that Remember movie was good we watched that and all we did was talk about how great Nicole Kidman looked <laughs> yeah. she looked like she like went back in time and like lost like 10 years she looked fantastic yeah yeah i i, I, re- um, I like that yeah I the like movie, that movie was the movie was good too i yeah. like that it was just nicole kidman she looked so fantastic in that. but you know it was a good horror movie it kept me going until the end i yeah, i didn't i didn't call it so yeah, yeah i liked yeah, it a lot I, yeah uh but yeah that's so it sounds very it sounds very british though yeah i will Wait, where's that? Yeah, Essex is in uh, is in England. Yes, I'm. I'm yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah. I'm just thinking it sounds British. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, let's. I I don't know. Remember, I who they cast yet? I haven't really looked that up. Uh, but I know they start filming soon. They've already got the season done. I think the I think the way they're doing it by adopting a different book every every year will can keep this show going forever as long as you're not trying to tie it back into previous seasons uh you can just keep doing it yeah i mean yeah i think that works great yeah it's gonna be a totally separate thing like every single every single yeah they could they they could make a good run of it um you know i mean of course i mean they could get it completely wrong one season and that be the end of it all but yeah yeah, if they um do what they did um like uh the adaptation of the uh shirley jackson novel if they like are able to put that kind of quality into um every uh every piece of literature that they try to um adapt for tv then yeah you're right i agree with you this could go very far um because haunting a hill house was excellent in my yeah, opinion definitely uh and when you compare like that show to uh, like castle rock where like castle rock sure is going to be a different story every time but it still takes place in the same town so you're still going to have instances where stuff crosses over and that can, yeah. that can kind of wear thin later on when like either like actors die or like they move on to other projects and like you you end up having to replace people or you can just i mean you could always just never mention that character again but like um, <laughs> yeah uh but with like the the haunting series like you can just do a different series every time and then the fact that they're they film it like all at once and just gets thrown on to uh netflix all at once uh, that that really i think benefits it as well because you don't have to worry too yeah. much about anything happening to yeah them. i mean well hard you know i mean there's no shortage of ways to kill somebody off yeah exactly. so you know some actor starts getting mouthy and you know is trying to uh pull some shit with his agent and negotiate some better like there's a lot of fucked up things that can happen in a horror film or a horror series so you know what i mean there's no shortage of ways to fucking kill you off and then fill your part yeah and and the other uh <laughs> thing is like with a lot of uh recurring shows that have the same cast like each season ends up becoming more expensive because actors tend to ask for more money but the way yeah. if you do it with every season's different with different actors you can you don't have to like with with uh, american horror story like they end up getting the same actors over and over again and it gets a little tiring i mean it's cool to see like some actors in different roles and stuff which is cool but like it's but once you start going back and crossing series over it's like wait but this person was also that character and that was that yeah so it's yeah. like it kind of becomes a, a little bit of a mess but uh 
with with the haunting series like you have a new cast every single time so like yeah you, you exactly. can keep the budget so you avoid like the yeah. emmy rossum um uh disease like with that um shameless oh yeah emmy rossum and william h may i should have said emmy rossum syndrome i'm actually i actually agree with her and says so william h macy oh, yes. but just quick thing um Emmy Rossum is one of the biggest stars of that show. Uh, prior to that, she wasn't very well known. William H. Macy was the A-list star of the show. Which is understandable. As, uh, the show went on, yeah. yeah, Amy Rossum basically was just as popular, even more so than William H. Macy, and she just, um, which McCall finally left because of, um, you know, uh, they weren't discrepancies yeah. between her wages and his wages, yeah. you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, but like you were saying, that it doesn't factor in to something like that when you're able to, you know, just get kick a fresh all cast, the prima yeah. donnas off. <laughs> you just get a fresh cast every season. You can yeah. keep keep the budget the same, uh, like, every year. I mean, so I think that works. Yeah. I think it works out. Yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. Netflix's within, like, benefit. a couple million, yeah. 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 No, that'd be, yeah, that's great. I mean, if you're able to do that. And I think with something like that is when you are switching the cast every season, I mean, that's when, um, you know, the casting, the casting staff, casting directors, and, you you know, I mean, that's where they really uh, get a chance to shine. Definitely, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, like, just... I'm sure we'll start seeing a lot of the cast from uh, Haunted on Hill House in other things because that season is so well, well loved that, like, they're going to get, they're going to Well, I recognized the one guy from Game of Thrones. He oh, was yeah, yeah. Uh, the one. I think he was um, one of the. What is it like? Seven sons or three son or second sons? Oh, maybe. They, uh, yeah, maybe. I can't. Yeah, remember that him. was him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He just didn't look as huge as he did with that like huge sickle. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that that was him. Uh, now next I have um, shows coming up that I'm uh, like newer shows that I'm interested in seeing and not just uh, shows that are coming out for like another season or, or whatever. Uh, first up off my list is um, a prequel series based on 1982's Jim Henson's film The Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal, Jim Henson. Wait, did that, is that the one with Jennifer Conley? No, that's uh, you're thinking of Labyrinth with her, Labyrinth. Her and yes, Bowie. I am. This this Labyrinth. one was like all puppets. I don't know if you remember Dark Crystal. Like, like Meet the Feebles? Uh, no, not really. Um, they were more like. I some do you remember the? Uh, like, I feel like I could see the VHS cover of the tape. Yeah, probably. But uh, <laughs> like, the trailer, but, you know, the trailer for this is out now, and it looks fantastic because you got you get like the mix of the newer technology, but they used all puppets again for the for the for the characters, which is great. And like I've seen some behind the scenes uh, stuff, and like everything, like and even the trailer, like it all looks really good. Um, but in case you weren't familiar with it, it follows um, our three heroes as they undertake a quest to save the world from um, the oppressive uh, Skykies. I can't remember how that. I don't know how that's pronounced, but like the, the you know the villains in this and uh, boasts an upending roster of prominent voice uh, talent. Uh, Skikius or something. Skikius. yeah. I don't know. I have to watch it. I'd have to watch the movie again. But I'm going to wait and watch the series first into the movie since it's a prequel. That's the way I'm going to do it. Especially since I don't remember the movie that well since it's been so long since I've watched it. 
I think it's perfect to watch the uh, the series. This comes out August 30th on Netflix, so it's coming out soon. Uh, sure, it is more kids' fantasy than horror, but um, I mean, I, I really love the, the designs and everything I think are great, and it is kind of a creepy... It's definitely creepier than Labyrinth, that's for sure. There's definitely, uh, especially those giant, like, beaked birds, skeekers, or whatever they're called. Is that like those things from, what, like, Where the Wild Things Roam, or something like that, with those, like, hideous-looking fucking creatures? Like, like, the exact same thing, like, I would imagine, like, hell would be like for me. Yeah, these Like, being chased by those creatures. Oh, Where the Wild Things? Like, I don't know, like, maybe, like, being, like, raped by, like, these weird (laughs) creatures for all eternity, or something like that. These are, like, these giant, like... Wild Things Roam? You know, like yeah, the yeah, yeah. things, like you know yeah. that getting raped by dogs for all eternity, <laughs> like you know something Those terrible giant like monsters. that. These are like more like bird, flightless bird creatures because they have like these Whatever, beaks. You know, being remember. raped by creatures for all eternity. Shit, just being raped by anything by all eternity or even once, <laughs> it'd be terrible. But uh, I was talking about like long term suffering. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was really uh, trying to talk too much about rape. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just but you know an what I mean. Yeah, of yeah. a very bad situation. Yeah, you yeah, can't exactly. Get you can't get. It. Uh, then the next uh, show, which I don't really know anything about, is uh, Carnival Row on uh, that's coming out to Amazon Video uh, August thirtieth. It's described as fantasy noir. The series revolves around a serial killer preying on mystical fantasy creatures in a neo-Victorian city. The lead investigator becomes the prime prime suspect. Because of course he does. <laughs> and tensions between citizens and the rising immigrant populace reaches a boiling point. Of course it would. Yeah. Uh, oh, Orlando Bloom is back. Yeah. When was the last time you seen him in anything? Uh, he... What? Who? Or- Orlando Bloom. Orlando. I thought he was like unavailable. Like he like I thought he took a shotgun and made himself unavailable for the rest of time but hey i'm glad oh, to yeah. see that that's not the case that's not the case yeah. so orlando bloom is now and to anyone who may have heard what i heard he is he's alive and well now available yeah, yeah. he plays he's a police inspector tasked with solving the murders uh the story's wait when's the last thing he's been in? like pirates of the caribbean that's what i feel like i the last thing i saw him in <laughs> And not even like I think the he's most still doing pirates. No, of the no, he hasn't. He hasn't been in like that show. That movie's has revolved Did around. Did the new Pirates of the Caribbean just come out? Yeah, but he's not in it. Uh, the most of that I series has. Which face isn't in the cover? No, it's somebody else now. I believe uh, most of that show has been uh, a me movie. Has been around like Johnny Depp for the last like. Dude, two or he's three. he went full pirate, man. Yeah, he's he's, he's just, not supposed to go full pirate. I don't think he knows the difference between real life and and his pirate life anymore. Like, yeah, he went full pirate, man. You kinda, want full retard, boy? It's kinda, you know, he never <laughs> go full retard. Forrest Gump, nope. Yeah. <laughs> you can run, play ping pong. <laughs> uh, apparently, this is one of the. Uh, it's based on one of the um, top uh, blacklist, what they call, uh, you know, the um, like big unproduced film scripts that like, you know, have just been sitting on people's desks that have never actually that are really that everyone's really loved, but it's never been adapted. Apparently, not the is... show bot with James Spader. No, not the show with James Spader. That's just a term. It's just an industry term that they used for uh, it's an top in- unproduced. <laughs> yeah, it's scripts. not carpet. That's Burba. Yeah. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, the, uh, like I said, the Carnival Row comes out Amazon Video August thirtieth. Uh, I'm I'm interested in checking that out. Um, definitely interested yeah. in this Lovecraft County. Love Lovecraft Country. Oh, country! I'm country. sorry, I I accidentally uh, bleeped out the uh, the, the uh, R there for oh, a second. Oh, oh yeah, the R. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's no release date yet for this, but it's supposed to come out on HBO uh, this year. Uh, Jordan Peele uh, from Us and Get Out uh, is is producing it, and um, let's see, uh, alongside J.J. Abrams and a bad robot. Uh, well, you know who? Whenever I hear Lovecraft, I automatically think of. I don't know. H.P. Yeah, that's Lovecraft. What, yeah, that's what this is based on. Yeah, I know. Okay. Like I'm just saying, that's I. I was. I thought you were gonna say like reanimated. Like what it was. Yeah. But what my question was is which of his works because they're all so epic. Like I never realized like how much material that guy had written. Like for for when I was younger, I used to think that like you know, uh, anything that was based on his work was just uh, something that was you know dreamed up in the uh, mind of. Uh, uh, you know, uh, film producers, film creators, and directors, and stuff like that. I never realized because you know I didn't read when I was young. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Unless it was like first school, because like you know I had a girlfriend and shit, so I didn't have time for that. But um, his work is so fucking epic. Like yeah. you know, I I was just looking through all the titles, especially for like the short stories that the man has done. Like I mean, he is. Like straight up, like you know, he can roll with Edgar Allan Poe. I, you oh, know, I'm I think sure his... people would shit on me for saying that, but like the amount of material he's put out, um, is really really epic, and some of it is really cool, crisp ideas that would still hold up today. And I mean, he started writing. My God, how long ago was it? I don't even remember. How... It, it, I mean, he goes. This is we're talking about going back more than a century. Oh, right? definitely. Yeah, this is. Yeah, uh, I think he um, might. That was another thing. I thought he was like a author during like the 1950s. About, yeah. So you know, this showed just like how naive I really was about it. And when I was reading all the titles of all the work, including shorts, which a lot of it was shorts. Yeah. Um, I could, I did, I had no idea how much material he had actually accumulated during the course of his life. So when I see this, like what I want to ask myself right away is, oh, Jar Jar Abrams? J.J. Abrams. <laughs> Jar Jar, yeah, Jar Jar. J um, I'm, I'm so I have this, I don't have it in front of me, but I have this thick book of H.P. Uh, Lovecraft uh, stories. I wish I Does it wish look I... like the Book of the Dead? Uh, no, not quite. I wish it was, but uh, this this series it, is actually based it... on uh, on Mark Ruff's novel, and it's just you know Lovecraftian you know elements. Oh to it. wait, so it's not it's Lovecraft. It's not actually based on it's, Lovecraft's work. No, it's uh, it's, it, it's just he's just like the um the motivation, like you know, what I mean, it was just like. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, the story follows uh, Atticus Black, who uh, teams up with a friend and his uncle as they embark on a road trip across 1950s Jim Crow America in search of a, a Black's father. If the racist terrors they encounter along the way aren't enough, there's also terrifying monsters of the crafty and nightmare to deal with as well. 
Okay, alright. So, yeah, like, yeah, so. Lovecraftian Nightmare, you know, like... I don't know who like, Mark Ruff is. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that, uh, I don't know that author either, but, uh... But Lovecraftian, like, uh, monsters are, you know, like... The stuff, like, the Pacific Rim, like, anything from, like... Another dimension, or like you I know, think in the mouth of madness. In the mouth of masters with Sam Neill, I believe that that's very um, Lovecraftian. Yeah. You know, and that had uh, like Charlton Heston. That that was a really great movie in the mouth of madness. But I believe that um, I heard the um, the creatures that were in the mouth of madness described as Lovecraftian creatures. Yeah, yeah. Anything, any kind of like weird creatures like along those lines, like the like Lovecraft's influence goes throughout. Like yeah, he was like movies. he was yeah. into like the really slimy yeah. like I feel Weird like tentacle he ones, well Cthulhu. with like Japanese like anime like yeah. with the tentacles and like yeah, slimy exactly. like really gross disgusting creatures from another world yeah yeah you know like mist you know what I mean yeah exactly like stuff like that that would be uh, yeah oh Stephen King is heavily influenced by Lovecraftian and stuff so definitely yeah it's just, it's just his his like creatures are like often like i don't know i just describe him as like of course real terrifying looking but also like real slimy and gross yeah like centipedes and crap like that yeah. stuff but that like, really gets to me but not like regular centipedes like giant centipedes <laughs> like that's yeah more well I, I have yeah. you know i have a bit of a centipede scene yeah, yeah so you know what i mean like you know there's that but no, that's 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 interesting. I was just I was wondering if it w um, was going to actually like cover one of uh, Lovecraft's stories and uh, you know be part of a uh, specific uh, piece of uh, his literature. But no, it looks like it's based on uh, Mark Ruff. Who yeah. I guess it's just very influential. Um, I've never heard Mark Ruff before, so that's something to check out. Yeah, uh, the next uh, two items actually. Um on my list are both based on uh, IDW uh, comics that uh, Netflix just brokered a deal with. So you, you'll you see a, a lot more of the... Oh, uh, what? So Netflix, like, divorced Marvel and, like, hopped in the bed with some uh, upgrade? Well I, well, I think Marvel is, like, top tier. Uh, Marvel and DC are probably the two top tier. But, that like, Netflix has been going through and, like, getting the smaller um, and more independent... Um, uh, you know, a comic series. I know they did a, the deal with IDW, and I, I can't remember who else they just made a deal with, as well. But there was two different comic book companies that they uh, made a deal with uh, that they have like first rights to or whatever. So, like I said, like especially now that like Marvel and DC and Disney, a lot of that stuff is going to be leaving Netflix. They need to find their own IP, and like I think this is a great way. And the first series I, I have it, um, which is supposed to come out this year. Um, it's a 10 episode series based on uh, globetrotting monster hunters uh, who retire in upstate New York with their teenage children following the, f uh, the death of the, uh, the, the husband's uh, father. Uh, as they attempt to, uh, to adjust to retired life under secret identities, but ghosts from the past refuse to stay dead and their new town is less than idyllic. The comic series is grim, morbid, and gory. So this could be this could be really good, especially if it's going to Netflix. You know, you get the the more R rated. It, it features the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> well, where you got that from? <laughs> I don't know. My mind wanders. <laughs> this isn't the the Scooby Doo mysteries. 
But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that. I don't know really anything about it. I've never oh, read yeah, the, the Globe Trotters were on Scooby Doo. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> really uh, good at finding their legs. Then the next one is actually a really popular uh, uh, comic book series, and everyone keeps uh, recommending this to me. Uh, I know my friend and your friend, uh, Jay Reed. Uh, we'll talk to you to death about this uh, series if you give them a chance. Uh, it's Lock and Key. Uh, it's about... Um, well, it's got... Let me break it down for you first. It's it's had uh, two pilots ordered before and passed on. Hulu passed on uh, one of the pilots as well. So, like, you could probably find the pilots out there somewhere, but they didn't do really well. But Netflix ordered ten episodes, and this is kind of... It's very Lovecraftian as well. Um... The comic I've series. heard of the strain before. The strain? Oh, yeah. The strain is uh, one of the, the producer of the strain at Lost and Bates Motel. Well, he's uh, the showrunner. Uh, the author uh, Joe Hill, who you might know as Stephen King's son. Uh, I I did not know that. Yeah, no. yeah. I, I didn't. I'll be honest with you. Just in terms of full disclosure, I did not know Stephen King had a son. Yeah. I just figured Stephen King would think like, man, my son would be fucked up. <laughs> well, like, like so. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna do stuff. that to him or me, especially because like Steve Buscemi looks like more presentable than me. So <laughs> you know, like, like my son would be fucked up. But all right, so Stephen King has a son. Got that. Joe going. Hill. Yeah. Uh, the plot follows the Locke family, uh, who move in their ancestral home in Massachusetts following the grisly death of the patriarch. There. See, I'm not the one writing this, but there's that word again. <laughs> Remember, yeah, the patriarch, yeah. Only to find the house has magical keys that unlock a variety of powers and abilities. Little do they know a devious demon trapped in the house wants the keys and is willing to do anything to get that. And this has been a really like popular uh, comic series that, that everyone keeps talking about that, that I'm going to have to read now. But uh, yeah, so there's that. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm into it. Uh, I've been, I I don't think it's has a set date. No, no release date yet. Two thousand nineteen. It's uh, just all this shit is all. I keep seeing comic series horror, comic series yeah, horror, yeah. comic series horror. I'm just. I mean, I know I'm probably in the minorities, but I am just so like, comic book shit is like just like. I, I think it's even worse than like just repetitive zombie bullshit to me now. Like I'm just so sick and tired of fucking comic book nonsense. I mean, well, not the all Punisher comic books fucking got canceled. Not all Punisher got canceled. Yes, I get that. But not all the comic Punisher books. Got canceled. Not all comic books are about superheroes, though. So the Punisher wasn't a superhero. <laughs> You know what he I mean. He didn't have powers. He no, was a no marine. you don't have he to be a super. Off. You don't that have to have. You don't have to have superpowers to have, be a superhero. Look at Batman. He, Batman uh, is a superhero. He doesn't have superpowers. He has superpower technology. He has access to shit that people would consider like cutting edge technology. Like he had uh, like access to like what the NSA has, and he had access to that like. Two decades, but you you understand like, you know what, what I'm saying? I mean? Like, like Wayne, Mar- they had like their own satellites. There's space. plenty of comic like, books no, out there that aren't based on you know just people fighting crime. You know, the what I mean? CIA like, used to ask Batman for his. There's input. plenty of other comic books out there that are more adult and more horror 
oriented. Punisher's superpower like, was that he was pissed off. Yeah, and I, I feel like and you're really discrediting comic books if you th- just think it's all Marvel and DC. And even in the Marvel and DC universes, they have more horror stuff that isn't just, you know, um, people punching each other in the face. You know what I mean? Like, I think well, you're mis- yeah. I think you're, well, I think you're, discre- I think you're missing eyes. out. Wasn't that hit like his superpower? He was missing eyes and he was real annoying. I know the Punisher hated Daredevil. Yeah. Hated <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, really hated him. Yeah, but yes, I do group all comic books in that way. I think comic books are really fucking silly. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Like I uh, said, I yeah, know I think I'm you're in really, the vast minority here. You're really describing Just it, expressing but. that, yes, I group all comic book shit together. I think it's all very fucking big time, and I'm going to keep thinking that, that until something like either uh, just you know refines my belief and like you know i mean backs me up or something just comes along that absolutely shatters my world and i'm just like wow that's really fucking sick i was really wrong about this for a really long time and i will admit that and i thought punisher was gonna be i just thought punisher was like fucking really cool the first season it was definitely drop off the second season but i was thinking like all right this is the marvel i wanted to say yeah. like this is the kind comic book like you know what i mean um hero that i wanted to say he doesn't have superpowers his superpower is that he goes mentally unhinged turns into a fucking crazy fucking mass killer and he's really pissed off that's what he's armed with i really like that idea but yeah i think there's plenty of comic book series i think there's plenty of comic book series that you watch and like that you didn't even know were based on comic books like preacher we were talking about earlier that you didn't even know that was based on a comic book yeah and i also say it just had one solid season yeah, that was yeah. it but uh even um oh man i just had another one in my head and i lost it but uh, <laughs> uh i mean i watched jessica jones because i just really like that check first season was fantastic uh first season of jessica jones I, really, yeah, I, uh, I just like just the woman that plays Jessica Jones. Yeah, yeah, she was great from uh, Breaking Bad. Although I told myself I was not going to watch a show based upon my attraction to the actresses in there after what happened with True Blood. <laughs> yeah, that's that really was disaster. Well, yeah, uh, man, there was another TV show that I know you would watch. Oh, Legion. Do you watch Legion? Yeah, I know it's based on a comic book, yeah. and there's parts of Legion that I enjoyed, especially where, you know, people, like, you know, the guy is mentally unhinged, yeah, yeah. and, like, you know, I share that with him, so I'm able to empathize a little bit, um, you know, but yeah, I know it's based on a comic book, yeah. I know that Legion was like Xavier's son, right? Yeah, yeah. And he is... You know, uh, he's schizophrenic. So, you know what I mean? He's also got mad superpowers, but the fact that he's mentally ill really makes it almost impossible for him to control those issues. So now that you have a mentally ill superhero, that does apply to me. Like, I am into that. You know what I mean? Give me a mentally ill superhero. Give me a drug addict superhero. And, you know, like, you know, give me these unlikely superheroes. I guess he's not actually a hero. 
like Legion doesn't really seem like yeah, he's. Uh, I don't really know if, at least from, based on the television show, where he is now, he is not a good person. Yeah, he's kind of more of the uh, the villain almost. He's at least that that's what well, they're pl- that's the portraying him like, in the third he's, season. Yeah. He's got mental problems. He seems to have issues dealing with the duality of man. Yeah. He seems to have issues being able to discern right and wrong. I mean, he displays narcissistic and sociopathic tendencies. So, it's very difficult from a psychological point of from a psychological perspective to say that yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know if he's trying to be a villain, but he is sort of, yeah. He's coming across that way right now. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like he's totally out of his mind. That that new season actually uh, comes up on the FX June 24th, uh, season 3. Uh, that's the oh, thir- third and final season. Oh, yeah, so that's... Yeah. Uh, it is the final season? So, yeah. Oh, yeah, so that's um, just, well, for me now, four days away. Yes, yeah, that's true because it is. Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't realize I didn't realize that was coming up that quickly. Well, that's something to uh, consider. Yeah, um, I mean, it is sci-fi, so Legion airs um, the twenty-fourth of this month, which is four days away, being out on the East Coast, well, and I believe that Monday, that's on believe. FX. Yeah, FX. Yes, that's a fantastic series. If you haven't seen that yet, I highly recommend going back and watching. The first two seasons uh the the music the visuals like uh, i believe it's by the uh one of the at least the showrunner from hannibal if you've ever seen the hannibal tv series which was a fantastic series and i really hope they bring that back um for another season but i know they didn't have the some of the rights to some of the characters from silence of the lambs like uh clarice starling they didn't have like her character right so they kind of you know but but mostly takes place all the way up to red dragon so the the first like I think two or three seasons it had, that's a fantastic. Do you see? That's a, a Mads Milkinson. He he was great as as Hannibal Lecter. Uh, this is changing. Do you I, see? I would go back again and watch that. But uh, the other uh, series I had on here uh, was another Joe Hill uh, adaptation from one of his novels, um, and it's called Nosferatu. And right away I was already like. I don't know about this show because the way they spell Nosferatu is N O S the number four A and then the number two. So Wait, where I don't see that. That's uh, I have it on the list. I sent you right below Lock and Key. To take them on the vampire. Yeah, let me. Oh, don't, don't, wow. yeah. I thought that was just like a um, uh, what you might call batch code or something. No, that's, that's how. Actually that's how name, you pronounce it. Yeah. Oh, it. N O S, the number Nose four for uh, uh two. Wow. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it's basically dope. about um a vampire feeds off the souls of children and dumps their shells into Christmas Land, his twisted world where every day is Christmas and no one can be unhappy. Uh, he has more than just courage and a wise cracking. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> the uh, protagonist, the. Uh, the girl you follow, she has more than just courage and wisecracking attitude at her disposal. She also has the ability to open portals to help her find lost objects. I watched like the first three episodes. I'm not really that into it. I'm probably not going to watch any more of it. I mean, I, I like the concept. I, I like the description. Yeah, the description but... sounds great, but it kind of, uh, I don't know, it kind of was taking too long to, to, to get there. And I don't, I don't know, I just... 
just couldn't really get into it. I, I mean, I, even though I like a lot of the elements into in it, it just it just wasn't for me. I, I, I stopped. I mean, maybe it gets better along. Maybe somebody will have to tell me if it ends up being really good when the when the series is over. But I just I just can't do it. I gotta I gotta I gotta move on to other things. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean I I really like the description for it. I yeah, mean if yeah. I just like, you know, um read the description and somebody was like, You wanna check the show out, I'd be like, Yeah, I'm down. I mean I like I like uh the I mean, I think that's really silly they spelled the name way, but I mean if they have like a really witty script and um you know it works and that would be awesome. But uh yeah. I generally when you tell me like something is not that good, I will admit like your your judgment's usually pretty spot on. Like and if you say like if when you describe something if I'm like, Well was it good and you're like, I enjoyed it I'm usually yeah. in my head I'm like, Oh, it's oh, probably sucks. bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, oh, all right, cool. I'll check that out. And like, I'll be like, well, Doc said that fucking sucked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, yeah, this is really good. You should check it out. Then you're like, all right, I'll check it out. If I'm like, yeah, I enjoyed it, then it's probably like, probably one you could pass uh, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The then the very last thing uh, I have on here and um, is DC's the Swamp Thing. Uh, I don't know if you remember the movie, but that came out that did did do really well. I think it was like in the oh 80s no, or 90s. I know the movie. I yeah. remember um, one of the quotes when uh, they bend over things woman and she's like blind and I guess that she's hot and I guess that's one of the reasons that she's down with Swamp Thing is because she's blind <laughs> and there's a scene where this guy like bends her over he's like they're like robbing a, a liquor store or something and um I guess like he's gonna like rape her or something like that he's he says I've always wanted to cornhole a blind bitch this is gonna be nice that was the exact quote. And then Swamp Thing comes in and devastates the guy. <laughs> he did not succeed in his cornhole. <laughs> Swamp Thing saw fucking fit. So, yeah, I, I remember I remember that scene and me being like, oh, yeah, Swamp King's... Or Swamp King. Swamp, Swamp Thing's yeah. pretty cool. Um, it's the, I'm not I... sure if I'm supposed to have liked it because of that, but um, I did not realize... Yes, yeah, one thing's another DC universe, DC thing. universe thing. Yeah, I guess it's... I knew that it was DC universe. Yeah, I always get Swamp Thing and Man Thing confused because Man Thing is you know Marvel's like rip off off of Swamp Thing. Uh, that's pretty much Man like the... Man Man Thing. Yeah, it's called Man Thing. Uh, I've never heard of that before. Uh, they did a movie, uh, I think, in the '90s uh, that didn't do too well. It was pretty low budget and kind of sucked. But anyway, uh, that that show was on the DC universe, and apparently it's pretty good. Uh, it's very horror-ish, but originally it was supposed to be 13 episodes. Then it got cut to 10 episodes, and then after the first episode aired, the DC universe like they canceled it. Um, they didn't say why, but there was a lot of rumors about like production costs and how they were supposed to be getting like or at least they thought they were getting a, a discount from um i think it was like north carolina or, or somewhere where they were shooting uh, but it, it ended up um you know what do you mean discount like uh on the land that they were leasing for filming yeah you know like when you shoot in different uh states you you know um, um certain yeah, states you, will you give you different like, kind of costs yeah yeah on, they'll, like they'll give you like and, tax yeah. breaks and stuff like that to, to yeah. you know help it because like, it helps the economy in that area uh, yeah um, 
But yeah, apparently yeah, it was a couple different reasons, I guess, and then we'll probably never really know. But my um, thought is that it probably got canceled because recently AT&T had bought Time Warner, so they kind of merged together, and they plan on debuting an app in, uh, well, at least the beta this fall with a full release in 2020. Uh, the price uh, for that is going to be 16 to 17 bucks, and I know that sounds like a lot, but it includes HBO, which by HBO by itself is $15. Um, and if you already have HBO, you get a discount on the uh, on the on the Time Warner app. I think it's going to be called like Warner Media, and uh, but it also includes uh, besides HBO, it includes Cinemax, TNT, TBS, all the DC stuff, Looney Tunes. The CW, CNN, and all the... Oh, Lincoln, stop there. Yeah, and all the Warner Brothers, uh, uh, you know, produced uh, feature films. So, like, that's that's kind of a huge library. A lot, like, I was talking to some people online about, like, oh, I can't believe they're going to do this. Nobody's going to buy the Warner Brothers. And then when I started listing, like, all of what Warner Brothers actually owns, they're like, oh, okay, that actually sounds pretty dope. And so they're probably going to, like, uh, end up merging the DC Universe app because right now it's, like, a separate app where you can read uh, comic books and, and watch uh, their older movies, at least with the ones that they have, like, the rights to because I know there's still some, like... Um, um, television rights to other uh, to some of their properties that they can't just put on their screen because they don't technically own the television rights even though they o- own the overall rights to them uh, but uh, so they're gonna put them, uh, they're probably gonna merge their cancel that app or merge them together all into one thing um, so I, I'm probably gonna end up getting that but it's like there's just so many apps coming out now. Uh, you got the Disney Plus coming out at the end of this year. That that's uh, that's gonna be like seven dollars, um, and they're also Disney's also the uh, majority shareholder for Hulu, uh, and the Hulu Basics like five ninety nine. And I just read something recently that uh, the I guess ex- one of the exec- executives at Hulu was talking about how uh, they're gonna see a, an influx of uh, new shows coming in from Disney. That now they're uh, the owners. Like so, pretty much anything that is a little more on the R-rated side, like the Punisher show or the Netflix uh, Marvel shows, I think they'll end up coming back and being on the uh, the Hulu app and not, not to Disney. Uh, but but then, isn't it like kind of like being a fan of Disney is sort of like being a fan of General Motors? Uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, all these mergers are bad, but at the same time, like... You kind of just want to see Marvel. Have I was all talking their about General Motors specifically. Like, you know, I mean, like, Walt Disney was not a particularly good person. Yeah, but he's dead now. And so who cares? I don't <laughs> believe that, like, the people that followed him during those very, very questionable years he had are that wholesome so i guess like you know i mean like when walt disney asked me for money i'm not talking about walt disney like the person but anybody that worked for disney wants money like wants to generate profit from me i guess i just have a little bit like of a moral issue with that that said i know yeah they produce some cool shit right now and i know that like they're not as strict as they used to be you know what i mean but like i don't know i just feel like being 
you know, a big patron of Disney created media or, you know, anything Disney is kind of shady. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I used to have that same feeling. You know what I then, mean, though? The, I but mean, then they like, bought my I'm entire... i award this yeah. very carefully and yeah. not, like, you know, go totally off the rails on, like, you know, an anti you know, establishment fucking uh, quasi-political thing here. But, oh, I totally you know, get you. Thing. I don't think the, uh, I, I think these mergers are, are kind of a bad thing. I think that, I mean, I would I do like the fact that uh, Marvel got pretty much all of their characters back, but at the same time, it's kind of bad for business. Uh, but like, yeah, I was always kind of against. It depends on it depends on whose business. I mean, it's good ultimately, for them. Yeah. Uh, the the goal of like a communication company like AT and T and you know Verizon and stuff like that, the same people that have you know um, production companies and like all these like uh, you know channels um, and different media. It's like ultimately their overall goal is to get things down to the Highlander standard where yeah, there can yeah. be there, only there can be one. Yeah. Their goal is to get it down to where they control all. Yeah. And I mean that I mean that's capitalism. You know oh, yeah, what I yeah, mean? Like, I get that. I get that. Oh, I get yeah, I completely get that, too. And for a long time, I thought that was very healthy competition. But the way um, wealth is... Well, no longer distributed at all. Yeah. I just think that that's ultimately like going to lead to there can be only one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's, what it's, I mean. It's and, gonna be like between Disney and Apple, probably. <laughs> but uh, yeah, something like that. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, in the long run, it's going to be like you know, you are you know, either you have Verizon or you have nothing yeah, yeah or you know you have comcast or you oh i seriously doubt that's gonna yeah, happen no, but no. you know what i mean comcast is like one of the most hated companies around <laughs> yeah but uh yeah the, the um yeah i think it might be bad for um you know like you know newer like independent stuff like you know taking the chances because it's like it's all gonna be like just a few companies just putting out that just want blockbusters it's either very low budget independent stuff for these huge blockbusters. I've noticed like the the twenty thirty million uh, mid mid range movies they've kind of disappeared a lot. Like where they've gone straight to streaming. Like you don't really see yeah. that much in theaters now. Well, that uh, that's why I think foreign television and foreign cinema uh, has such um, you know has such uh, great possibilities out yeah, there. Has such definitely. great potential. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's why I just think like you know uh, you know kind of cutting Hollywood out and going for yeah like independent companies or you know um, companies that aren't like you know uh, I mean that aren't like you know big time Hollywood but they're still like big time within their own country or within oh, yeah, yeah, their yeah. own region like scandinavia or you know uh you know uh which mccall like anywhere in the eu you know i mean they there are people don't know them and i'm not going to try to like just blurt out random names yeah, right yeah, now yeah. but i mean there are alternative to uh you know big hollywood um produced film and produced television um uh, there's you know a lot of alternatives out there and they're not like cardboard box like you know cutouts yeah. like you know i think that's what great, i like you know, it's, it's got value to it yeah i think that's what i like about uh netflix too is because they they will 
will take more of a chance just because they otherwise they're going to get shut out by uh, Disney and yeah. stuff like that. So it is kind of a place where more independent people can go. I mean, you still got like companies like Lionsgate out there. I did hear Miramax is back up for sale. Uh, <laughs> Miramax, yeah, I need to talk to somebody over at Miramax, yeah. actually. Let me borrow, like, $650 million so I can buy it. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, I mean, that's really not that much. <laughs> I don't think Disney will take it back because they sold it, and I don't think they're going to want to pay more to get it back. I'd like to, I mean, if, if one of the big ones are going to take it, maybe uh, I'd like to see Time Warner take it because then you get... Um, Wait, did Time Warner, didn't Time Warner merge with... AOL and it is still studied in business schools across the globe as the textbook definition of how not to merge with another company. Oh, I know. AT and T bought Time Warner. AT and T, but but one of them merged with maybe, AOL. Maybe back a, maybe a few years ago. To be one of the worst acquisitions in the history of people acquiring i do remember hearing about the aol i think that was a few years ago now but uh oh no this was a while ago this happened yeah the two of them merged because like you know uh i'm pretty sure it was time warner and aol and it's pretty much like taught in every top business school on earth as an example of what not to do yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like that's like the their blueprint like you know like look you can take chances you can do this you can do this and you can do this but this is why that this fucking uh acquisition failed this is why this merger failed and you know what i mean like we can at least give you a roadmap as to what absolutely under any circumstances should you not do yeah so yeah well uh, besides the uh the the w uh the, the new Warner uh, app coming up and the, the new Disney and Hulu and Netflix. You also have Apple TV is jumping into the game. You also have Amazon, who's already on the game. Uh, NBC Universal is talking about starting one. Uh, CBS All Access is already around. Like And then uh, you got AMC Shutter for the horror fans, which is only four ninety nine a month, and if you pay for like the full year, it's only like, three ninety nine a month, which is what I did. Even though I don't and watch it that much. all these companies are independent, uh, individual entities. None of them are like um, owned by someone else. Uh, none of them are teamed up or no, under I, um, I, you know, control. I don't like, remember who owns... Uh... We don't have to get all into that now. Yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. curious. Like, the way you were listing them, it sounded like they were all independent entities. Oh, yes, NBC. I was wondering if there were any, like, uh, you know... Uh, uh, joint joint holdings or anything like that you know what i mean i was wondering if any of them were grouped together no uh amc um oh sorry uh nbc networks <coughs> is separate uh nbc universal separate apple separate amazon separate netflix is separate disney and hulu are the only uh two that are the same um uh, i'm not quite sure who owns amc networks let me look that up real quick I was just, uh, I just wasn't sure if, like, the same person that owned Hulu, like, also, like, um, you know, had some kind of uh, stake in, like, you know, say AMC or fucking Amazon or something like that. No. I was just wondering, like, you know, what the... Uh, no, it looks like AMC is, uh, AMC's own, uh, it's AMC Networks is an entertainment company in New York, uh, they own... Oh yeah, I was I was thinking that AMC was. Pro- I mean, AMC 
I mean, they've always been known to be kind of like an independent um, entity. I remember the first AMC movie I ever saw that wasn't like what I would consider at the time an American classic movie. It was on President's Day while I was in high school. Oh, was and it Predator Day? the thing was president's day is predator day. yeah i remember I'm like, that oh wow you yeah. know fucking <laughs> predators on amc now usually like you know the majority of their stuff is actually american classic movies the black and white you know stuff like that 12 angry men yeah. and i was like wow predator that's not but you know at the time predator was becoming a classic yeah well uh, amc owns uh ifc uh we tv or we tv i'm not sure uh bbc america through a joint venture with bbc studios and uh sundance and now uh and and uh, now shutter so uh yeah they're their they're their own thing i thought they were owned by somebody else too but like yeah it seems like every company is now doing their own streaming thing where it's great for cord cutters because then they can pick and choose, but at the same time, if you want to watch it all, you might as well just get regular cable. <laughs> like, cause yeah, like, yeah. Or, less, you know, um, you I'm know, not, I'm not join the community of people that... Um, yeah, pirating is going to go up. <laughs> well, I, hey, look, um, this has been studied for a long time now, and um, the, the numbers show that people that pirate which you know is not always pirating i mean it is a legal gray area to some extent um but people that file share are known to be also some of the industry's biggest customers yeah and i'm not exactly sure of exactly how that works out but i know a few years ago um an independent study revealed that the biggest piraters in terms of like um public trackers like the pirate bay and things like that and um they found that people that were pirating um, software, games, uh, m movies, and television had donated over $3 billion of their own money into it. So that's something um, that I thought was very, very interesting. It's almost like, you know, some people would use pirating as like a preview and if they really liked it, they want to then own it physically, yeah, own it yeah, either digitally that. or they want to have the physical Blu-ray or, um, they had some other form of, uh, motivation, um, for, you know, purchasing it legally. So, I mean, and also, the same year, a study came out that showed that the RIAA and the MPAA and their group of spying invasive goons that they uh, employ to spy on people to see who's downloading what had greatly exceeded the cost of them rather than just doing nothing. Basically, yeah. the money that they spent to focus on anti-piracy measures outweighed the actual cost of, you know, the damage to their revenue that they were claiming the piraters were taking. They spent more money than damages they actually received. Yeah. <laughs> when if they had just done nothing, they would still be sharing in AMC's yearly adjust it for inflation record profits you know um you know 
you know, the box office has seen a... I mean, look at Avengers Endgame. It's one of the most pirated movies of all time, and it's one of the most fucking attended movies of all time. I think it's only... You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's only like 64 million behind Avatar right now, and they've even... I've even read something recently where they were talking about, oh, we're putting together some uh, deleted scenes uh, at the, you know, like, because this is the first um, Marvel film that they haven't had a uh, post-credit scene, and they're going back and adding a, a few oh, extra things that. and putting it back in theaters, even though it's still playing out here in L.A. They were like, oh, on the 21st or the 24th or, uh, no, I think the 28th they said that they're going to put it back into theaters because they're really trying to beat that Avatar. <laughs> and I've only seen it once in theaters, but I've heard other people have seen it like 10, 15 times already. Dude, and that's a long there time. There was a guy that had seen it 114 times. Yeah, he that... was on the news, Avengers. Yeah. And he was on Bill Maher, and Bill Maher is just like, I got to tell you something. You're going to die alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's three that's a three that. hour movie man that's i mean it's a i mean i loved it but like that's still three hours like i like i normally will see a hundred so three hours times a hundred and fourteen times yeah he's gonna die alone. Yeah. <laughs> probably <laughs> in the, was right. probably in the theaters Mar, but he was spot on there yeah he'll, he'll probably die in the theaters watching Endgame <laughs> alone in a rhinoceros costume. <laughs> but anyway, all right, man. Well, it was uh, it was great talking to you. Um, as always, man. Yeah, as always. Uh, I'm not sure what we'll do uh, next episode, but uh, follow us on uh, the Fright Central uh, Facebook group. And we'll uh, probably be talking about Predator, the Predator, for uh, you know about five minutes. It's we'll time never... to bash in black again so no we're we'll never talking about that the movie a again. next time <laughs> I, I always just feel better you know bashing him like on a like you know monthly basis you know what i mean it's like uh it's a day that i can uh skip my antidepressants on you know what i mean like i know i'm gonna bash Shane black tonight like that that at least alleviate some of my anger <laughs> All right, well, uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, thanks for listening, and uh, hit that uh, like or subscribe. I don't really know how these things work. But, uh, yeah, let us know that you're listening, because uh, I think there's at least 25 people. Well, not, I guess maybe like 20. That would help if, uh, you know, there was like uh, you two. Yeah, yeah no. we'll, we'll, we'll get to there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, Plenty of time to do that when we're dead. Uh, I guess uh, see you next episode always